the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcasts. Fans, welcome to another edition of your WrestleGeddon podcast. Uh, of course, I'm one of your three awesome hosts, Chris Heat Matthews, joined each and every other week by my boys, your other two hosts, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, what is going on this week? Not much, man. Me and Garrett out at the park flying kites. Like regular yeah. kites or like trick kites? Not regular kites. Do you have a do you have yeah. a Batman kite? And Garrett had a Barbie kite. No, actually, Garrett makes uh, kites. Uh, oh. Actually, has a a store on eBay. They sell these uh, handmade kites that he sews out of uh, fabric, and he makes like cool tails for them. It's, it's pretty cool. Right on. Yep. Yeah. He's like, I tell, uh, you, I tell you how to do it, but I have to Fantastic. So, what did you guys do while you were flying kites? Well, we do while we, well, I mean, we got a little high before we flew them. But, so, know. were you high as a kite? We were high as kites. <laughs> wow. Yep. Wow. All right. Cool. Then Garrett got bit by a stray dog. I take him to hospital to get rabies shots. Man, is that nine shots in the stomach? Yeah. Oh damn, that is not cool. No. Keep your dog on the leash, people. I don't care if it was in your backyard. You guys and your random stuff. Gonna have myself. Oh, who the hell is on? So random. For fuck's sake. Let's get off to the random band entrance theme each week. Carl's gonna load up his randomizer, and whatever band we get, we will pick a song from that band or artist that we would use as our entrance theme. Uh, last week, actually, my daughter picked um, as we were on our way back from SmackDown, or on our way to SmackDown, and uh, she picked Billie Eilish. It was hard finding a song from her that was actually not like a slow-ass sad song. Yeah, I think that's what she specializes in, the yeah. slow-ass sad song. I was like, oh, man, I think I'll listen to those. <laughs> oh, well, all right, who else? I'm going to go first, just okay. so you guys don't pick my song. Shit, um, and I went with Six Feet Under, but the Blue Jay remix is what we're going with. All right. Nice. Uh, Carl, you want to go next? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm going to pull up my, the name of my... I, okay, I just want to make sure I said it right. Uh, I'm going for um, Therefore I Am. Is the name of the song. 
right. Cool. I went with oxytocin. That sounds like what me and Garrett took before we moved on. It might have been. Oh, awesome. All right. What do we got for next week? Uh, next week, we're going with probably uh, one of my mom's favorites, probably Garrett's mom's favorite. Uh, we got a. Uh, way, Twitty. No. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Adams. Brian oh, Adams. God. Yeah. Okay. So we're to fucking love songs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything I do. That's like like all of our mom's favorite right there. I'm yeah. just listening to freaking Brian Adams daily. Brian Adams and Rod Stewart. And... Yep. Yeah. I think I, can, I think I could probably handle Rod Stewart more than Brian Adams, but yeah, at least Rod Stewart had some bangers. Yeah. If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, have we done? Do we do Rod Stewart, or did I do, like pick that up for like some kind of? Did we do Rod Stewart? I can't remember. No, Rod. no, probably, we haven't done Rod Stewart. Actually, I kept a list so that way we don't repeat it. <laughs> you should have, but that would take way too long to look back through. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, we don't always write some of the stuff down. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, I don't know, Garrett, you have to go back and listen to it. I mean, shit. There's some, I mean, there's some people we're not even really be able to fucking do theme songs for, like. I mean, unless we don't pick freaking like WrestleMania theme song songs. Yeah. Did you think of someone like The Weeknd who did WrestleMania theme songs like four years in a row? Can't pick any of those songs. Weekend, Flow Rider. Flow Rider, <laughs> uh, Kid Rock. ECDC. Oh, we've done ECDC. Yeah, yeah, Kid Rock. Did. Didn't we do Kid? We did Kid Rock, didn't we? Did we do Kid Rock? Yeah, I think we I mean, did. Yeah. I don't remember. Did we? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because we couldn't use um cowboy or um American, uh, the American badass one. But there's, I uh, I think there's a couple other ones though too. We had yeah. We probably used. I can't remember Kid Rock. I don't remember doing Kid Rock. And Ball with the Ball because that was um Kid Cash's theme. I definitely remember doing Kid Rock now. Now that you're bringing it up. What song did I pick? You remember? I don't remember. I don't either. It's I in the archives. If you want to know, go back and listen to it. I had something to do <laughs> with the cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> awesome. All right. So Brian Adams next week. Uh, let's pop over to the Elite Figure of the Week. Elite Figure of the Week. Each week, I go through my Mattel Elite Collection and pick one to feature on our social media outlets and this week i picked the elite series 33 junkyard dog awesome figure junkyard dog 
Uh, it's got his white his white tights that say thump on the butt. <laughs> got JY dog down the side. Comes with his dog collar and chain. It's a pretty awesome figure. Yeah. I like Junkyard Dog. I wish I would have been like a little bit older so I could watch more of his matches. But... Yeah. Well, Junkyard Dog. Go on the cock. Type his name in. Watch what comes up. I seen I seen it, Garrett. There's there's a difference between seeing it and like being live when it happens. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like half the people I uh talked to you guys about never watched. Or if I did, it was later on. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, so Elite thirty three junkyard dog. All right, so I got something new, something new to put in here. Um, get to know your podcast host. So each week we'll answer some questions to let you, the listeners, get to know your hosts a little better. Nope. So I got a, got a few questions for you. So nope. um, <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. <laughs> so first one I got: Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, absolutely an extrovert. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like both. Kind of feel the room. Sometimes I'm introverted. Um, sometimes I'm extroverted. I'm kind of that same, that same boat with you. I have days where, like, I want to be around people and days I don't want to be around people. Yeah. All depends. Cool. Um, where's your favorite video game? Like, currently or, like, all time? Or going on? All time. Ooh. This is a fucking tough question, dude. I wish you would have fucking... Because <laughs> then I'm going to change my mind. Well, I got mine. Mine's uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> I did put a lot of time in Super Mario Brothers 3. Um... Mine would probably have to be Super Smash Bros. Um, you do play a lot of Smash. I do. The game I played the most time in, I had the most fun playing. I'm going to go with NFL Blitz. What a great game. Game. I like those ones that like kind of went off the path of like your standard sports game. It kind of made it a little more fun. Yeah, this, like, kinda, yeah, this was kind of like that. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, like NBA, NBA no. Jam. Like I love NBA, NBA Jam. Jam. It's so much fun. Yeah. He's heating up. He's on fire. <laughs> Boom, Shakalaka. Awesome. Like that one. What was uh, that I will one? Say, uh, You'd ask me that question at what my favorite video game was as a kid. Probably would have told you Spyro. 
I like Spyro games. I fucking played the shit out of Spyro games. I never, never, I think I played like a demo, but never actually. I was more of like a Crash Bandicoot. Oh, I played that too. Crash games are fun. Awesome. All right. Uh, this goes with what I asked you earlier, Garrett. <laughs> Topanga Lawrence or Kelly Kapowski? Kelly Kapowski. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a tough one. Mine's mine's Topanga. It was a tough one for me, but I thought uh, Topanga was hotter. Like especially like towards the end of Boy Meets World. Yeah. Well that's like two totally different generations. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with probably I'll go with Kelly. All right. Yeah. So, so there you go. No, that wasn't so bad, was it? Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> I thought she was talking uh, uh, Son in Law. You ever seen Son in Law? Oh, I love Son in Law. Yeah. Oh, she was kind of hell in that movie. Somebody <laughs> big, driver. That um, she was on that show White Collar. Yeah, she's on nine two one zero too. Um, yeah. you, you ever seen Son of Law, Garrett? No. Dude, me and you <laughs> need to watch Son of Law together one time. Steven Tyler PJs. Steven Tyler PJs. <laughs> it's, uh, have you ever seen any um, Polly Shore movies? Maybe. Or you know who Polly Shore is? The name sounds familiar. <laughs> have you ever seen Encino Man? Uh, I think so, but it was, oh, it's been a while. Like Brandon, the juice. first movie, I think, or second movie, something. Yeah, he, he's like a, a dude that was like on the MTV back in the day. I got you. Easel. Yeah, Sun Law is pretty good. If, uh, yeah, Sun Law is a, is pretty good. Pretty good movie. Good family movie. You watch it. Did they make it a? Um, did they try to make it a TV series too? Uh, I think they did, but it. I don't know. It didn't have Polly Shore in it. It was something. It was a little different. Yeah. It was like the same characters. Yeah, I know. At one point. Uh, during uh, I think it was like the pandemic, people were talking about they was gonna make a a part two sequel of the movie. Yeah. Where like the parents go to California to visit them or something. But I don't <laughs> know if they ever ever made know. the movie or, or you know, thought about making a movie. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. All right, awesome. So that was get to know your podcast host. Now let's kick it over to the news. Let's run down some of the uh, top news topics from the week. Um, to kick it off here, Don Callis attacked by fans after Triple uh, A's Triple Mania event last week. Oh man, you can tell you're doing your job 
when fans start attacking you. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's how it used ah. to be, like back in the day. <laughs> I'm surprised they even recognized them. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to be yeah. honest. Like, I don't think I would recognize them. I, I probably wouldn't. But it's kind of funny when you look at like the two biggest heels in wrestling right now Dominic Mysterio and Don Callis. Uh, I don't think Don Callis is that big of a heel, dude. Like, I don't really care about him. I mean, like, on like AEW and stuff, like, they boo the shit out of him. Like, it's the same, like, Dominic Mysterio treatment where as soon as he grabs the mic, they start booing. I like Dominic Mysterio. But it's not, it's not as loud as Dominic's, but, you know. I think he's probably one of the bigger heels in AEW, honestly. That's just because, uh, that's honestly just because uh, MGF's not really acting like a heel right now. Yeah, but even when he is, when he is, he still gets cheered. Like, it's not yeah. just straight booze. Like, nobody's cheering because Don Callis. People love him. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, it's like Dom. When he comes out, he gets booed. Nobody's cheering him. Besides us. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> no. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, Don Callis attacks. Well, he got injured, too, didn't he? Remember, Kirk? Uh, I don't know if he got injured. Like minor maybe. injury? Yeah, maybe. Because he didn't look like he was injured on Dynamite this week, so it must not have been too uh, bad. I don't think it was much of anything. Uh, let's see some WWE news this week. Uh, WWE apparently is interested in Nick Aldis who is finished up with contract for impact, but they don't want him as a wrestler. They want him as a producer. Okay. Thoughts on that one. Uh, um, I mean, he probably could do it. Um, but I mean, I don't see why. I mean, he still is capable of wrestling. I don't know why you would. Yeah. Him as a talent. You'd be telling and produce, you know. Absolutely. As long as he don't produce his own food. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always been a fan of Nick Aldis. I would yeah. like that. I'd rather see him as, I'd rather see him wrestle than be a producer. It's kind of like that same aspect with like Adam Pierce, but I guess Adam Pierce like wanted the producer role and not an active talent role just because putting his body through so much wrestling whereas I think like all this really hasn't done like has his body really hasn't taken a beating like Adam Pierce has so yeah I mean he's got a a great great mind for wrestling like oh yeah and on the top of that too he's only like 37 so he's just like because if you look at like pro wrestlers now, usually like that mid thirties to mid to late thirties to early to mid forties is when they like hit their prime. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Like I, I think he's a pretty good heel. I'd like to see they bring him in as a heel. That'd be awesome. 
Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, some more Impact news. Zicky Dice is also done with Impact. He had a uh, loser leaves uh, Impact match with. Uh, <laughs> um, how am I drawing a blank? Don't ask me. I have no idea. Really? Oh, man. Fanny Pack. Not Fanny. No. Fucking hell. Like, I love the dude, too, and I can't remember his damn name. He's an ECW. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That could be, like, a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Swinger. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so Johnny Swinger uh, beat Zicky Dice. So Zicky is gone from Impact, but his contract was up. So, so I don't know. I don't see where any place where. Uh, the only place I could really see Zicky fitting in would be AEW. You can go to Ring of Honor. It'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, him and Dalton Castle would be fun program. I could or see go him. over to like Japan or something. Yeah. That's true as well. Go back to NBA as a world champion. I don't watch bullshit ass tires. I don't think I've watched any of NWA. Since Tigers became champion, yeah. The sad thing is, is that is if you want to know that it's gotten worse, it's not even on Fight anymore. It's on YouTube, and it actually is live on Tuesdays again. Yeah, I saw. Um, uh, Billy Corgan said that he made the decision to leave Fight, and so it would be more accessible and not behind a paywall. Well, it probably needed the paywall just to stay in business, but yeah. I guess Corgan's got more money than I think he does. Well, I mean, he got them like smashing pumpkins residuals. Yeah. I think he owns all the mashers and all that stuff to smashing pumpkins. Every time there's a new Blade movie, he can cash his in. Mm. Where is uh, Rick Steiner pulled from his uh, upcoming WrestleCon appearance with the uh, the issues dating back to his uh, WrestleMania WrestleCon appearance with the uh, anti-trans comments towards Giselle, Giselle Shaw. Um, apparently, they're saying that he did apologize to people, but Giselle Shaw Shaw decided not to show up for that, which I don't blame her because I wouldn't want to either. Um, but they gave him like 24 hours to make a formal apology, I guess, again, for something else. And he failed to do so. So they pulled him from the con. So if you're going to WrestleCon to meet Rick Steiner, he will not be there, but Scott Steiner will still be there. Honestly, he knows. Make More sure you show up to see Scott and then do math. Rick. Make sure you bring your kids' math <laughs> problems with you and have them uh, answer the questions you need to answer. Instant yep. A plus, automatic. 
<laughs> yep. Just make sure he signs his, signs it on there too. Signs his name so the teacher knows that Scott Steiner did his math homework for him. <laughs> Automatic A plus. <laughs> and if you need any more help, just ask uh, Matt Cardona for help. He can help you as well. <laughs> one half of one half of the women's tag team champions. Oh, he's he's good with fractions. Steiner's good with percentages. He's got you. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right. Um, there are apparently some uh, Wyatt family plans uh, that had come out uh, recently. This is originally, I guess, what they were going to do with the, the Wyatt family, the Wyatt Six, or part of it anyway. Um, I guess Paul Heyman was pushing to add Mike Bennett and Eric Young to the group, which we all know, you know, both of them are gone. Um, and then obviously with Bray's illness and Alexa Bliss's pregnancy and those plans are also scrapped so that would have been bray alexa um uncle howdy uh eric young and mike bennett which would have left like one more which i think honestly would have probably have ended up being vincent yeah i also saw something funny i i didn't look into it but i guess they uh they added uh uncle howdy to the wrestling game yeah, um, he was in the the latest DLC patch. Appar- apparently, if you Wyatt. go in and look at like his like stats and stuff, like yeah, his like career stats and whatnot, it shows him as a uh, as a former NXT World Champion. <laughs> oh, we're not dumb. We basically, all know how he's basically Dallas. confirming it's Bo Dallas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think eventually I mean, it would have been revealed that he was Bo Dallas. I think you would have taken the mask off at some point. Oh yeah, awesome. All right, and that was that's pretty much all the news I had for the week. I don't really have a don't really see anything else that was worth talking about. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I guess we talked about it. Never mind. We'll talk about it. No holds barred. Never mind. Okay. All right, let's bounce over to instant replay, or re- recap, and discuss some of the stuff. Um, that has happened over the past week in wrestling. Uh, Impact sacrifice. The sacrifice. Uh, anniversary. anniversary. Yep. Uh, we had Trinity, Kenny King, Subculture, Masha Slamovich, and Killer Kelly, Leo Rush, all winning titles on the pay per view. So pretty much every title, but like two, changed hands. Yep. I saw uh, Scott Demore. Uh, and Eric Young ended yep. up teaming up. Yep, Eric Young returned. He was Scott Demora's mystery partner after they took out PCO. Uh, Macklin got injured, so it was, it was supposed to be Bully Ray and Steve Macklin. So we ended up with Bully Ray and Diener, which kind of made sense. Adding him to the match to go along with Scott Demora's mystery partner, of course, Eric Young, um, which we remember uh, Diener and the design were the ones that uh, killed off Eric Young when he left to go to WWE. But, uh, yeah, so Eric Young's back in Impact. Uh, apparently got released in April, asked for his release when um, 
it was confirmed Vince that Vince back. was coming back, so Eric did not yep. want to work under Vince again. I don't blame him. Vince make me. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Collision last week. Uh, Willow, Nightingale, and Ricky Starks win the Owen Hart Cup tournament. Love it. Fuck it's fantastic. So. Phil. He deserved <laughs> to lose. And then um, I forgot to put this on here too, but FTR uh, took on Bullet Club Gold in a two out of three falls match, which was, which was phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I like the best match of the freaking week, honestly. You know what's really funny? I always think about it. The not-so-in-tuned uh, wrestling fan probably has no idea who I'm talking about when I call him Phil. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Phil is CM Punk, for those those that do not know. <laughs> Philip Brooks. <laughs> I, I do not like said wrestler, so I just call him Phil. <laughs> oh, awesome. But uh, even him and Ricky Starks was a pretty solid matchup, though. No, um, it was. I, I don't, solid to I don't see ever Ricky go over. Like a, a bad wrestler. I just, I, just, I just don't care for him. I don't know. I've just never been a fan. I mean, that's fine. There's guys that I'm like that, too. Like, yeah. I'm not a big Darby Allen fan, but I mean, I'll admit that he's entertaining in the ring. So for the most part, so as he just got power bombed onto a skateboard. Yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, awesome. Well, it's pretty solid with um Starks and Willow uh winning yeah. the own heart cup. Um two years in a row, Ruby Ruby Soho is lost in the finals. Mm-hmm. So you thought like they maybe they'd give it to her this year? Nope. Well, someone someone in AEW is high on Willow right now. So. Yeah, she's uh she's wrestling Athena tonight too. Yeah, for the ROH Women's Championship. Yeah. And it's funny because she just beat Athena in the uh to get to the finals of the Own Heart tournament thing. To the final match, unless I was, I don't remember. I know she beat Athena in the tournament. Awesome, should be a good solid matchup, though. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville are your new WWE women's tag team champions, defeating Raquel Gonzalez and Liv Morgan with help from uh, Rhea Ripley, who beat down uh, Raquel prior to the match. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess we're either getting Raquel and Rhea at SummerSlam or Liv and Rhea at SummerSlam. Yeah, I could see them maybe doing um, um, Rhea and Liv first, and then seeing like Rhea just completely destroy Liv, and then uh, Raquel gets her shot at the next pay per view. Maybe. I mean, that would be a, a good story, but they may just go ahead and go straight. I mean, to, but um, there's already the story with like Rhea and Raquel Liv, and Rhea. Yeah. Because remember, they used to be tag team partners. Oh, that's right. They were tag partners because they would smack mm-hmm. each other on the ass all the time. Yep. 
Good day, good old days. I can tell that, man. <laughs> good game. <laughs> awesome. But I'm not mad at Chelsea and Sonia as the women's tag Me teams. Me neither. Like, I really like them, them as a tag team. I gotta it's say, crazy to um, think like uh, it's Sonia's first title in WWE. That is true because she never held a title in NXT. Oh, yeah, that's that's crazy. I just really like, I don't think of any of us are like a full on fan of Sonia Deville, but like at least she's worked on herself, her in ring. I, I mean, I think it's well deserved. For both of them, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this Saturday broke up Ronda Rousey and uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, that's the best. I will say the um, I got to give Ronda some credit. That promo she did Monday night is probably the best promo she's ever done in WWE. (laughs) But um, it's definitely not a match that I'm that I want to watch. So. We all know, like, Shayna's going to pick up the win anyway, which is what they need to do. Shayna needs to be reestablished as, like, a badass like she was in NXT. Like, they, since she came up to Raw and SmackDown up to the main roster, they dropped the ball with her big time. Oh, definitely. She dominated. NXT for so long before they called her up and then it's like oh well we don't know what to do so then yeah, here you go oh hey we got Ronda Rousey now we don't need to focus on Shayna we have a, a better UFC fighter yeah. a more well known one sucks Matt Riddle uh-huh. the best fighter they have <laughs> That match with him and um, Gunther was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I was kidding. Everybody knows Ken Shine Rock was the best UFC fighter they had. <laughs> Dan Severn. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dan Severn. Like, at least he, like, tried to make wrestling seem like it was legit, too. Because like, yeah. he literally, he'd come out with the UFC title and he had the, and he rocked the NWA championship. Like, at least he tried to legitimize it. So, yeah. props to Dan Severns. Oh, let's jump over. NXT, NXT, man. Dirty Dom taking the NXT North American championship. Well, I will it. say, if there's ever a time to start watching NXT, it is now. It was a good show. Like I caught like half of it, but the half I saw was really good. Yeah, and last week when they did uh they did Dragon Off and Breaker, that match was yeah. super good. This guy beat the shit out of each other. I need to go back and watch that. I keep forgetting about it. That match was really good. We getting um Oh, yeah, they had that backstage segment, too. Like, we were talking about that in our um, group chat. Um, with, uh... Fucking... Schism. Schism and, um... Yes. Uh, dragging off and 
whoever else was there. I can't remember the other two that were there. Mellow and head. Yeah, that's right. So, like, I'm sitting there watching this promo, and there's this, like, tall dude standing behind Gacy. And, like, the whole time, he's just, like, moving his eyes, like, back and forth. Like, everyone else was just standing there, like, staring straight ahead, and this dude was just, just kept moving his eyes, like, looking all over the place. And then, like, Dragunov turns around, and he pushes Gacy into Dragunov, and then they start beating the shit out of each other. So, like you were saying, you think it might be one of the, that the Creed brothers might be well, a couple of the guys that were underneath those masks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they don't, they don't really say what they're doing to them. I mean, they would be phenomenal if they were called up, but it's like yeah. it just made sense since that was the last little feud thing they had. Uh, yeah, it's cool stuff on NXT. Uh, Tony D'Angelo is back, kind of throwing on D. me a little bit. That Tony was D. hilarious, <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> it was. They come out there like they're gonna beat the shit out of him, and his whole family takes out crowbars. Yeah. I lost it. I freaking <laughs> lost it. <laughs> I like Tony D. Tony D's good. If you, he's really good. He's good in the ring. Like the yeah, you kind of got to get used to the persona. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's good in the ring. It's kind of like a, I don't say like less obnoxious, like FBI, but kind of kind of along the same lines. It's pretty yeah. good though. I enjoyed it. Um, but I tell you what, I didn't enjoy is Jack Perry's new music. I thought it was great. It was just, ugh. It just, it doesn't fit. So this is like, the thing. So, so you know what? I started thinking about this after we had this whole discussion. Because you said your argument was it doesn't fit his character. What is his yeah. character? I don't even he know. I don't think they know what the hell come up with a character is. yet. So you got to wait for it to develop, and then maybe it'll make sense. It just currently oh, doesn't make sense to it's you just, right now. Yeah. I don't think it makes sense yeah. to a lot of people. <laughs> oh. He's gonna start coming, gonna start coming out uh, with a new uh, tag team partner. Maybe every Probably. week he'll have a different gonna... Beethoven song he comes out with. No, you don't no, know. no, no. Listen, Gary. Listen, okay. this is what Go he's, gonna do. he's gonna come out with a new tag team partner. You know, you know, before he was, no, <laughs> you know, first he was like Luchasaurus. This guy's gonna be in a Saint Bernard mask. It's going to be Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, awesome. That'd be awesome. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're doing with this character. Like, I honestly, if it was me, I'd have him be like that whiny, like, Hollywood rich kid. Like, if, since he's a heel now, be like, yo, fuck you. My dad is fucking Luke Perry. Like, yeah. like I'm. Yeah. I was part of my dad was part of like the Hollywood elite in the '90s. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm Jack Perry. I get whatever the fuck I want. Like, watch these tights from Rodeo Drive. Bitches. Yeah, 
I'm fucking the hottest pitcher in the place. Uh, that's what they should do. They should make him like, like that type of persona, that type of heel. Like if they really wanted to get over, and I think that would get over. Yeah, but I just don't know if he has the. I don't think. I don't think he has it in him. Yeah, I don't. He, like I said, he has. He doesn't have charisma, and that's the. The thing, like that's the one thing his dad didn't pass on to him was charisma. So, you know, um, you know, you know what, uh, you know what, uh, some other people have. They have some dancing skills. You have some dancing skills. Um, Adam Cole definitely does not have any dancing skills, but uh, MJF has some I w- skills. I will say, the best part of the dance off, since you watched it, Chris, you'll know. The best part of the whole dance off is Jericho on commentary saying as Adam Cole is doing freaking thrust in the air saying he's getting all the girls wild in the third row or some shit like that. I was, I fucking <laughs> lost it. I died. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> the only thing I don't ever want to hear an AEW fan tell me that AEW is not sports entertainment. Never again. You have no argument anymore. Done. The second they did a dance-off, done. <laughs> it is sports entertainment. <laughs> oh, man. But the, the tag match is really good, though. Like, aside from the dance-off, uh, it's pretty solid. I... Personally, loved the dance off. I thought it was fucking hilarious. But uh, it, yes, it, it the was tag fun. match was great. Like MJF was like straight up face during that whole match until like you know Adam Cole stared at the title a little too long. <laughs> Double clothesline. What's the weakest move we can do for a finisher that's not a leg drop? Double clothesline. Double clothesline. I don't know. Two lines are are pretty cool. Like I would say, like I don't know, like a diving cross somebody or something. Yeah. Oh man, what else? The the tag match was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else on there besides blood and guts. Blood and guts took up like half the damn show. No, the other match on there was that Britt Baker squash match that made. Oh yeah. Yep, I don't understand that one at all either. Because, like, nobody came out. Like, she didn't get jumped by anybody. Like, there wasn't no progression for a storyline or start of a storyline. She just beat, like, a local jobber. Like, they could have, if they were going to do that, they could have at least gave a sky blue to look at <laughs> over Britt Baker. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> You're telling lies. I like Britt Baker. Telling lies. Shut your mouth. I Britt Baker has grown on me quite a bit, so I like Britt Baker too. Which will be at GalaxyCon next weekend, so should be pretty fun. Oh, awesome stuff here. Uh, blood and guts. Man, this match was insane. Oh yeah, fucking bed and nails, busted glass. A dog collar lined with freaking thumbtacks. Uh, 
nuts. Like Pac doing the double stomp from the like dropping down from the top of the cage. I think the only thing uh, it was missing uh Judy Bagwell on the pole. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I even like the spot where uh where uh Matt Jackson was on the top of the cage and just like put the thumbtacks like through the top. Oh dumped them through the, the top, bottom. yeah. And like Claudio and uh how is it Yuda? I don't remember who the fuck the other one was. I look up and they see it and they're like, what the fuck is this? Like, cause that's oh. what the hell I do. Yeah. Like, I'd stop Sarah, and be like, holy shit. Looking up at thumbtacks pouring down on me. So try to catch one in the eye. <laughs> I, uh, I did hear though. Like I, like after like all the match and everything was over, I guess, um, <clears throat> I guess Kota Ibushi, like, really didn't get any of those spots. So, like, after the match, he just, like, jumped into, like, the thumbtacks. <laughs> just to have some battle scars. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Ibushi. Dude gets lost in an airport and then willingly throws himself into some thumbtacks. Why not? <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> oh, man, I guess do what you gotta do. <laughs> It was it was good. I enjoyed it. Like I didn't think I was gonna like it because like the other stuff with between the elite and Blackpool Combat Club hasn't been that great. But this was this was pretty solid. The spots made sense. Like they happened when they were supposed to happen during the course of the match. Like the like I even cringed when they got when they brought out the bed of nails. Oh, and yeah. like Mox got slammed on it and then Omega and it's just there was like a couple nuts. of spots that were kind of missed. Like, um, Abushi went for like a, a knee strike or something and like completely didn't hit him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was like a couple right of spots that were like that. <laughs> it's like in, in 2K when I do a running knee and then the guy moves. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, Sky Blue versus Ty of Valkyrie on Collision tomorrow night. Yep. Nice. AEW's women's division has a lot of assets. That's all it has. A lot of assets. Yep. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. the problem. Ooh. Oh, take on Statlander. Oh, so sorry for <laughs> Statlander. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to be a, a problem for her. <laughs> oh, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Are we, are we ready for my... my? Uh, yes, we are my, ready for Garrett's my, random ass question. Yeah, I thought since I have so many great questions to ask you guys for, i just make myself a segment just for me. Why not? Why not? <laughs> And I figured, why not call it the random ass questions? Because I like asking you guys random ass questions. And I actually thought this was a really good question. And I know my answer. I knew my answer from the start. But I think it's a really good debate anyway. Uh, better rivalry, Austin McMahon or Austin Rock? This is a hard one. Hmm. It's very tough. It's very tough. It's like... When you look at Austin and McMahon, hands down, was probably like one of, is probably one of WWE's like 
all-time greatest rivalries. Like, there's really not, like... I mean, te- I mean technically, I had to be this guy, but the Austin McMahon feud spews into the Rock Austin feud because Rock started feuding with Austin because if he, he was in the corporation, he was a corporate camp. And then when Austin did his heel turn, uh, you know, it was he aligned himself with Vince McMahon and right versus the Rock, who then was the people's camp. But uh, um, so I don't know. I, I guess I'd probably go McMahon Austin because it's it kind of encapsulates all that in the ministry. I'd have to agree with that. I would definitely say Austin McMahon, even though Austin and Rock gave us like one of the the greatest views that was never supposed to happen, uh, which was the Rock and the Hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, some of the the funniest and backstage (laughs) skits ever. Yeah, no, like Like, you you guys came to the same realization that most people did is honestly without without austin and vince you don't have austin and the rock or you don't really have austin because like vince was kind true. of the drive by austin like he was the rebel against the the man and kind of that's why everybody that's why everybody loved austin it's because you know everybody had like a dick boss that you know they felt like was fucking them over and you know, Austin was living their dreams by fucking kicking their boss's ass yep. all all night. Yeah, because you think about it, like you wouldn't have like the only feuds that probably existed without Vince and Austin were Austin and Brett and Austin and Michaels. Like, because even like Austin and Undertaker tied into Austin and Vince when you look at like the corporate ministry. Mm-hmm. The so- uh, the, even the uh, Austin um, and Kane, the Austin, I mean, the uh, Mankind Undertaker that kind of stemmed from that, too, right? Because it wasn't that like uh, Vince was mad at uh, Mick Foley for not beating Austin or whatever. I think so, or oh, something, yeah, or something, it was something like, first, be the like, only. Main event for the problem in her entirety of her career. Uh, anyway. That's why it's on Rampage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Nobody watches it. That's true. Plus, it was pre-recorded, so no one cares. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So there we go, Garrett's random ass question of the week, which yeah. brings us to Garrett's pick for the wrestler of the week. <laughs> yep. And. uh had two people in this match. I picked the match first. It's just a matter of who I felt like picking from. So I asked Carl. He said I should pick Hoovy. So that's who it's who it's going to be. It's going to be Hoovy 2 Guerrero. And the match is Rey Mysterio versus Hoovy 2 Guerrero at ECW Big Ass Extreme Bash 1996. Oh, she just took her stank ass socks off and I, threw them I, into the crowd. 
I was trying to ignore it. Okay? Oh, so gross. I don't know if you guys have watched this match or not, but I thought it was pretty damn good. I've seen the match. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good match. Um, You know, everybody talks about WCW's cruiserweight division. Um, There was no cruiserweight division until they got introduced to the ECW. Yeah. And they um, sniped them all from ECW. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Rey Mysterio, uh, LaParca, Conan, uh, Psychosis, um, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, like they all made their so even um, didn't Malenko come through ECW too? Malenko, uh, Perry Saturn, um, so half of like EC, uh, half of WCW's roster, and like, so like ninety six to you know when they shut down came from ECW. Even had like the franchise in there at one point. Chris Jericho. Sandman. Huh. Crazy. That 70s guy. <laughs> <laughs> the fat chick thriller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, poor <laughs> well, well people, if you want to watch this match, uh, it's on the cock. It took me a little while to find it because. The cock sucks, but I found it. I really hope they revamp this like streaming deal. And we said before, like Endeavor just needs to make their own streaming app and just call it a day. So fucking bad. I hate Peacock. Like I love the WWE network. It was so easy to navigate. So easy. Like you could literally like you set up your profile and you go through and you like you can pick wrestlers and favorite that wrestler and it gives you like their entire match catalog. And then it's like, or you can search for people and it comes up. Like now it's like, oh, I got to filter and go through all this shit. Oh. And then you have them listed by years for the pay per view. You got to guess which one it is. It's like, oh, season yeah. one, season two, season three. It's not fucking seasons, NBC. Yeah. Year. And then, and that bitch Fuck crashes it. like they're in the middle of the fucking pay per view. And then you're like, yep. what the? And then you gotta start all over because it don't restart where you crashed at. And then by that point, you're fed up because you don't spend, you know, 30 minutes invested into this pay per view. Like, killing these months. I'm gonna say something that's not gonna be, you know, that's kind of out of character for me, but this match actually isn't half bad. I think it's mainly Statlander, but. Love the cock. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Carl, little do we know, he stopped watching this uh, rampage match and turned it to my match I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it actually hasn't been that bad. I, like I said, I think it's mainly due to Statlander. But. It is. Like her selling is like really solid, like the way she's taking a lot of these moves. Shafir actually, like she's making Shafir look decent. Oh, maybe she actually picked up a few pointers from her husband. 
You'd fucking hope so. I mean, damn. I know you're married to like one of the freaking greatest fucking... wrestlers in the world, and you think yep. you'd be able to learn something. Master of the backbreaker. And you're fucking like best friends with Shayna Baszler. Come on. Yep. Learn some shit. <laughs> the problem Ooh. is she probably learned she probably learned all her wrestling skills from her other best friend, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Rousey. She definitely got her mic skills from Rousey. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she said I let electric chair drop like a champ though. I'll give her that. Yep. That was pretty brutal looking. That was probably like the most impactful electric chair I've seen. Or similar face buster or face plant, whatever it was. All right. Okay. Let's uh, move over to overrated, underrated this week. Garrett, what you got for us? All right. First one is Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Probably rated. Ugh. Underrated in WWE, overrated in AEW. <laughs> so I said rightly rated. I don't know. Yeah. So, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm was shocked when I looked at our list that we hadn't picked this person yet. Uh, Soraya slash Paige. You talking about sex tapes or talking about? <laughs> 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 uh, how I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> In that aspect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. She could uh, have had a solid career. <laughs> I'm gonna say oh, overrated. I, I'm a. I don't know. I re- I liked her in WWE. Like I like the anti diva. Like during that time frame. Like all that stuff. Um, but then when she came back from the injury, it just wasn't the same. I'm gonna say rightly rated because even like AEW, she's not that. Yeah, like it's just, she's just a name in AEW. That's all it is. All right, I'm about to throw a tag team at you, Chris. That I think, well, actually, no, Chris and Carl, you're gonna be proud of me that I put this tag team. Are you ready for the tag team? Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. What? <laughs> Definitely underrated. Underrated, yeah. <laughs> They're a hell of a tag team. <laughs> Such a weird abrupt end to Rampage. Um, Why are they showing WWE stuff on TNT? <laughs> I just saw that too. I was like, who's talking about fucking Hogan? Um, my, uh, uh, talent or not wrestler is, uh, Riccoboni. Well, Ian Riccoboni? Ian Riccoboni. Ah, uh, underrated. I like him as a commentator. Oh, this is the gawker thing. I'm going to say, I'll say overrated. All right, and last but definitely not least, our good pal Eugene. Overrated. Yeah, it's like the Orange Cassidy is. 
the ruthless aggression there. <laughs> I'm really surprised they didn't get like flat, like as much, like more flack than what they got for that character. Well, I guess they they did portray him pretty well, though. Like, yeah, so. I mean they yeah they portrayed him pretty well. Yep, that's overrated, underrated. Unless you want me to do the other tag team that I put for next week. Nice. Uh, save it for next week. All right. All nice. right. Overrated, underrated. Let's hop over to No Holds Barred. This is the part of the show where we anything goes. Honestly, talk about whatever we want. So let's get into it. What you guys got? Anything? Uh, well, one thing I just thought about we should have put in the news is the uh, I don't know if you saw the there's like an AEW ban list now. Oh, the band moves list? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard. I didn't see the actual list. Like, I saw, like, a quick snippet. Got <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I, I thought you said band, like, the A&D list. And I was no, like, no. Who's my, who besides Chris Jericho has a band? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Butcher wasn't a band. <laughs> but then they split, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they released what all of it was, but I just something I thought about. Uh, I know um, Tony Khan had said something about it in passing. He's like, "Yeah, we're just you know trying to keep everyone safe." Blah blah blah. Like now, you care about safety? Uh, it's like share shot to the fucking skull band. Yeah. <laughs> And shit, they still do pile drivers, so it matters. Pile driver, if it's done right, it's not that bad. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the real thing I was going to talk about, and no holds barred, is I don't know if you guys saw that we lost Tony Bennett today. I didn't, I didn't hear that. Uh, the singer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah. Did not know that. Oh, um, going back to that list, I found like some of the stuff that was in there. Uh, so this stuff has to be approved prior to you know setting up the match. Bumps on the ring apron or outside the ring. That's like every fucking match. <laughs> any spot with any spot with tables, ladders, and chairs. All variations of pile drivers, hurricane ranas, and sit down drivers. Well, using. (laughs) (laughs) Using weapons and throwing objects. Choking with hands or weapons. High risk dives and top rope moves. So if your finish is a top rope move, like. A shooting star press. You have to get this cleared before you can use it in a match. Yeah, Sting did when he left off the fucking ladder and fucking <laughs> nearly missed the fucking table. Here we go. Bleeding on purpose. Oh well, suck <laughs> for John. So, uh, listen, you know, Tony. So it's an accident. He gets busted open, man. Come on. Tony, I want to bleed in this match. 
John, why do you want to bleed in this match? Because it looks cool. It makes me look like a badass. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. All right, I'll figure out a way to do it on myself. <laughs> I see how bleeding on purpose like would be like a wrist to your head. Like that's safer than a fucking yeah. chair to the head. Yeah. Uh you yeah, do injury. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. Like Moxley bleeds every fucking week. So I mean yeah. uh, uh injury but, spots, uh any spots of brawling in the crowd, any spots involving non ref non wrestlers like referees and managers. So stupid. Yeah, I think he did. You probably don't have to get approval. You probably just came up with a list so people get off the stack. Like, oh, who's left? I don't know why he jumped off the top top rope and broke his elbow. Elbow drop. That was an approved move. We didn't approve it for the match. Fucking stupid. I don't know. Ugh. Right. I was, if there's gonna ban the move, I'd be like, "Hey, ban fucking the super kick and the fucking uh, hands in your pockets bullshit." Like nobody's allowed to do hands in the fucking pockets. Something say, "Well, if you fall, you can't catch your fall because your hands are in your fucking pockets." Well, <laughs> Orange Cassidy, it don't matter. Oh, awesome. Uh, you guys got anything else? Um, uh, Titan sent uh, Hopkins. What do you think about I, that? Gary? I saw that. Yeah, ready for us to go to the Super Bowl? Hell yeah! As long as you're buying the tickets. Well, I, I, I ain't saying I'm going to the Super Bowl unless you're going to buy me tickets. I said you ready for them to go to the Super Bowl? Titans. Yeah, why not? You got it. I'm predicting them to. I'm predicting them to win right here, Titans. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Titans to the Super Bowl. Woo! Oh, good stuff. I did catch. Speaking of woos, I caught a video today. Uh, I guess Ric Flair was on Joe Rogan, and he talked. Which I hate Joe Rogan, but. It, the, the video pops up. I can't say nothing. Uh, and he like explained where he got the woo from. Yeah. And I never knew that. I don't uh, know where he got it from. Apparently, he was in the car and he was listening to. Uh, uh, I can't remember who sings it, but it's like. Uh, is it Great Balls of Fire song? Is it. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. It. That's it. And the woo in that, like, he didn't super emphasize it, but, like, it just, like, I don't know, it just hit Ric Flair, and he's like, yeah, and I just started doing it. I was like, well, okay, that's fucking random as shit, but whatever. Yep. You became the greatest wrestler of all time? Absolutely. I spent the past seven mm. Kiss all the girls and made them cry. You're damn right. Oh, awesome. All right. Oh, let's see. I hear you guys seen the uh, the trailer for the new Willy Wonka. 
I have not seen the. Tra- well, it. I've seen bits and pieces. I've seen. I've just seen commercials for it. I'm not stoked about it or anything. Yeah, I don't know. There's... I like. I didn't like the. I didn't like the new Willy Wonka. The Tim Burton one. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a big fan of that one either. Johnny Depp was just like super creepy in that one. I just kind of feels like it loses. Like the the one with Gene Wilder is like iconic. It's a classic. So. Yep. Yep. Because it's Gene Wilder. He's fucking amazing in everything. Yeah. And it was just such a really well done movie. And then like you know you get Tim Burton who does like a, a different take on it. And then you got someone else that's doing it too. Like, there's three books in this series, in this Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory series. Three different books, but they keep redoing the same thing and making different tweaks here and there. So, well, my understanding with this just, one is that it's like before he has the factory. That's what they yeah. did with the last one. Because they did like the whole thing where like he you know went and found the Oompa Loompa like just you know he found the Oompa Loompas and he's looking for like the chocolate as he was traveling the world and um yeah, I don't, like all I don't the stuff with his dad as a kid and everything like his dad being a dentist and he wasn't allowed to eat candy or chocolate or anything like they did like a whole like backstory prior to him like becoming you know the famous Willy Wonka candy maker. I, I will say just like something super random that that's been getting on my nerves lately. Uh, whenever they announce like movies coming out, they always say only in theaters on this date. And I'm like, so yeah. it's obviously not only in theaters on July 21st because it's going to be out every day after that. So why are you phrasing it this way? Well, I think it's because like, when we had when we were going through the pandemic and everything was um you know, in theaters and streaming the same day. So now they're trying to distinguish like tell people hey, it's just coming out in theaters on this day. It's not coming to, you know, Max or Peacock or Paramount on the same day. Yeah. Trying to get people to go to the movies to watch it. Yeah. I mean I even though it even though it comes out to buy on freaking digital like amazon and voodoo like six weeks later oh so uh so chris uh carl and i have been ha- have had a question for you all week <laughs> to the podcast to ask um we just want to know um when are we going to go see the barbie movie together uh, funny thing is, I was just talking to my wife about that. No, so I actually kind of want to see it. I'm not going to lie. So, Dude, I've heard a lot of people have said it's actually pretty good. Can I, can I, uh, can I make, make a confession? You, you've already seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> my niece, uh, she was a little younger. Um, uh, when she was staying at my house, we watched the cartoon on Netflix. You know what I'm talking about? The Barbie cartoon? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's at, it's 
funny as shit. It's like a pretty good cartoon. I actually enjoyed the Barbie cartoon on Netflix. There's like like twenty some like Barbie movies. Like animated so that, Barbie movies. I'm talking about the uh, I'm talking about the, the, the show. Yeah. Not the, like yeah. The show yeah, is funny. So. I'm not surprised. But yeah, I mean it doesn't look like the trailer I saw today had um freaking Kate McKinnon in it. And she's like, Yeah, I'm that, you know, that weird Barbie that everybody has, you know, the one that you forget about and like ends up smelling all musty and moldy. Yeah. And then like she looks at her, she's like, Oh my god, I had a weird Barbie. And then Kate McKinnon looks back at her and goes, like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. I was like, Oh my god. Like, I didn't know she was in this. Like, I kind of want to see it now. So. Yeah. But it's you, like... You know, you know John Cena's in it, right? Yeah. He's a kin maid. I could imagine taking my kids to see this. Like, Zatanna wants to see it. Um, I can imagine taking Bishop and Xavier to this movie. And John Cena comes on the screen. Because every time they see him, they're like, it's John Cena. <laughs> my kid. Uh, <laughs> well, not my kid. Dungeon does the same thing. <laughs> and Bishop will start going. He'll <laughs> yell that and Bishop will go, do, 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 do. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. It's John Cena. When I was playing, um, I loaded up 2K23, and when, the, when they first realized who John Cena was, when I was playing it, they're like, oh, it's the John Cena game! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's funny, like, they know them as wrestlers, but, like, they only know them, like, as actors. Because, like, yeah. my <laughs> same thing with The Rock, like, it's The Rock! Do you smell what the rock is cooking? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, awesome stuff. Oh man. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about some of the Comic Con reveals. I'm not going to talk about everything. Like, there's a lot. But one thing that really stood out, and I sent it to you guys in the group chat, was um, fucking Jean Claude Van Damme. Bloodsport figures of Van Damme and Chun Li. Totally Yo. out of left field with these figures. And I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. I need these. So you pre ordered them? I haven't seen anywhere where they're up for pre order yet. But as soon Probably as I do. Because they aren't. Yeah. As yeah. soon as I do. Like, those are fucking awesome. You should get four of them and then turn them into full impact. Uh. <laughs> double, double impact ones. <laughs> oh man! There's a point where like Van Damme movies were like so awesome, and then, um, then they started getting kind of corny. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... The Double um, Impact was one of them. <laughs> no, Double Impact was... I thought Double Impact was good when I was little. 
there there were some parts in there that were pretty bad, like you and your silk underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like going uh, back knocking uh, what was it, knockoff? The one with um was it Rob Schneider that was in that one? Yeah, yeah, that one was good. I think uh then that, that one had Rodman in it too, right? Uh, I, what was the one that Rodman was in? It was called something different. What, wasn't it a different movie? What was that one? Might have been. I just remember, he had a, remember he had a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I, I stopped watching those before that. Uh, uh, like, yeah. For the. Like mid nineties, I stopped watching Van Damme movies. Steven Seagal. Well, no, I take it all back. I did watch uh, Exit Wounds. Double Team. That was the name of a Double Team. But yeah, Steven Seagal movies are kind of the same. Like every movie, his girlfriend or wife or something gets beat up by a gang. He has to retaliate. Pretty much. But that was a thing. Like, there used to be like a bunch of action movies. You had Jean-Claude Van Damme. You had uh, Steven Seagal. You had Chuck Norris. Buster Stallone. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I'll do I mean, at least like Sylvester Stallone. Uh, on a sports night, they kind of dabbled in the other stuff yeah. where, like, Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Van Damme, they were all like basically fight movies. Oh, I forgot Mickey Rourke was in this movie, too. But it sounds like you're just like talking about uh, uh, the expendables because I mean, it's basically the same thing, yeah. I love the Expendables. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you it's go like, from oh, get to the chopper to uh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like because that—that's what I grew up on. Was like all those like '90s actions movie, action movies, like '80s, '90s. Like used to watch those all the time, and then like you see all these guys like you know Stallone and. Lundgren and Van Damme, like Universal Soldier is like one of my favorite movies. And then like you, you got, got Van Damme and Lundgren in a movie again, and it's just awesome. If he does, he does. It's uh funny. Um, there's a comedian. I think his name is Aries. Aries. The dude that was on my TV. Aries is it Aries? Aries Spears. Aries Spears, Spears. Yeah. Yeah. And he does like the. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, like if they were in uh, The Godfather. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like because he's talking about like you know like there's like uh, there's actors that's made their whole career of like fight movies and stuff like they can barely talk, and then you know you have like actors like uh, Al Pacino and um uh. Robert De Niro, stuff like that, that's, like, made, like, their careers by, like, this, like, talking and dialogue and stuff, you know? It's, like, this, you know, how different moves would be, like, if they 
pick different people for different roles. <laughs> and, and the D of my dad is pretty. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I'm psyched for those Bloodsport figures. Like, the likeness is uncanny. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, those figures look good. Stoked for those. But there's like there's so much other stuff revealed that they showed off at Comic Con, dude. We're getting um, Mattel has uh, Terry Gordy under contract now. So oh, really? doing a uh, in the legend one of the legend series. We're getting Terry Gordy, um, with two head sculpts. So one with long hair and one um as the executioner. And he's coming with like the little the axe thing too. That's pretty cool. Then we're finally getting a uh, Captain Lou Albano Elite as well. And they're doing a Sultan. They pretty much like run the gamut of Rikishi figures. <laughs> I think the, the Sultan was the last one they needed to do. <laughs> Besides the um, uh, the Fatu character where he was like the motivational like rapper. Oh, uh, did y'all see, uh, I think it was, uh, the Umaga's son that started wrestling? Yeah, started, uh, with Booker T's, um, reality of wrestling. Yeah. He's definitely got the look. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, they could have done... They could have expanded like this whole bloodline storyline, like well, with other member, other like family the other, members too. But. The other funny thing is too is, I wonder. I've been kind of wondering too since they've been doing so much with the Judgment Day, if like they're just hyping up the Judgment Day because the bloodline is basically going to be done after SummerSlam. Probably. I mean, they tease, they tease the kind of splitting the they tease splitting the Judgment Day there for a little bit though. They did, but like you haven't heard anything since. Nope. Ever since they so, uh, squashed everything, makes you wonder. So, yeah. Now, if we can just get a uh, LA Knight on a winning streak, we'll be good. I guess. See what they do. Awesome. All right. Well, that's uh, no holds barred for this week because we're going to close it out like we usually do. Theme of the week. Carl, your pick this week. What you got for us? Um, What I picked, I don't, know, I don't know if we picked it yet. If we did, it was probably me that picked it. And we did the uh, Run DMC. Uh, DX Tinger Rock. Um, I no. feel like we have. I don't I think we have. Oh, we can have have. Chris has better memory than me, so I'll trust Chris. I do like that one. That was a good mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So that's going to do it for us for this week. We appreciate you guys checking us out. This is episode 195. 
Uh, make sure you hit us up on our social media. Make sure you follow us there on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod. Uh, we have a Threads account now. Um, you can find I us would... at uh, WrestleGettingPod. <laughs> I haven't really to... posted anything on there, but we do have a Threads account. Uh, we got our TikTok, all that fun stuff. So follow us there. Hell yeah. Uh, and also check out our, I haven't promoted this in a while, but our Redbubble store, redbubble.com slash people slash WrestleGeddon podcast, I think. But all of it's in our Linktree account, which you can find um, on all of our social media um, profiles. The link's right there for that. So lots of cool stuff up there, some cool shirts. Um, you can get the uh, WrestleGeddon exclusive Charlotte Flair Splash Mountain shirt. Which you're not going to find anywhere else because we coined the Splash Mountain term for Charlotte Flair. So suck it. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So that's going to do it. Uh, we'll check you guys next week. I'll be helping myself, Christy Heat Matthews, Gary G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. This is again episode 195. And we'll talk to you next week. Later, Marks. And remember, never piss uh, upstream or on the... Don't whiz on the electric fence. (laughs) And remember, kids, if you want Michael Cole to shut the fuck up, just tell Rhea to attack him and he'll shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) That too. You still suck. (laughs) <laughs> you still fucking suck.